Good evening and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson and I welcome you guys back uh, into this broadcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are uh, continuing on with our 52 weeks of healing and deliverance. Um, And just to give you a, a brief recap, in week one, the word of the Lord was to reject death and choose life. In week two, Uh, The word was to move in the direction of restoration. In week three, the word was to cultivate your soil. In week four, hallelujah, the word was to yield to the glory of Jesus Christ. In week five, the word was to beware of disabling spirits. In week six, the word was to take authority over your territory. That was a two-part segment. Uh, Make sure you listen to both parts. And then last week in week seven, the message from the Holy Spirit was to be restored. Hallelujah. And tonight, the message is to release the captives. Hallelujah. Release the captives. You know, um, as I work through uh, the, the lesson um, that I'll be sharing tonight. Um, I'm just really <laughs> put thrown back um, by the level, this responsibility, I'll say, this responsibility um, that the Lord God Almighty has placed upon the church. And it's not even um, responsibility that has come um, without cause. It is responsibility because what we believe um, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, creates automatically, it creates a certain level of obligation, hallelujah, that we have to our fellow man. And so tonight, uh, the word of the Lord is to release the captive. And so I just pray uh, that as you listen to uh, the broadcast that you will Uh, Be attentive to the Holy Spirit and that the Lord God Almighty will begin to show you, show me, show us uh, those the areas um, of our life where we are still captive. Hallelujah. Um, To show us where we need to be loosed um, so that we can be about it. Hallelujah. So that there will be nothing hindering. Hallelujah. Our kingdom work. And so this is the word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Um, First of all, all authority, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Christ Jesus, our Lord. Okay. Uh, and, And in his authority, he says to us, release the captives. Hallelujah. Release the captives. Um, as a matter of fact, we're going to go to, um, go with me, if you will, to Ephesians chapter one and verse 18. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter one, verse 18 says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Hallelujah. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. 
far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Hallelujah. Verse 22 says, and God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who feels, hallelujah, everything in every way. Hallelujah. And so the Holy Spirit tonight is saying to the church to release the captives. Hallelujah. He has been raised up. Hallelujah. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in this age, but in the age to come. Hallelujah. And so the one who has been given all authority says what? He says to us to release the captives. Go with me, if you will, to Matthew chapter 28. In Matthew chapter 28, this is where our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ gives the great commission. And he himself says to us in verse 18, all authority, hallelujah, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Hallelujah. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Hallelujah. And so there are a lot of things, hallelujah, that the Lord and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has commissioned us to do in his authority. Hallelujah. We see in um, this 28th chapter of Matthew that the Lord tells us what he says, make disciples. He says what baptize them. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. He also says, teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you. Hallelujah. So there is a mandate there. Because we believe and because we trust him, he says what? Um, make disciples, baptize, and teach them. Hallelujah. So this is our work. This is what we do. But tonight, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit is saying release the captives. Now, we must all learn. We, the people of God, we have to learn to operate within the delegated authority, hallelujah, that Christ has given to us, his body, his church, the ecclesia, hallelujah, the called out ones, okay? The Lord has given us authority in the earth. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that we've been seated with him, hallelujah, in heavenly places. Thank you, Lord God. And remember, going back again to Ephesians chapter one, the word of the Lord shows us that he's been what? Raised up, hallelujah, to a high seat far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion in every name that is invoked, not only in this age, but in the one to come. This is where we sit with him. Hallelujah. In this high place. And so he has delegated authority to us. Hallelujah. To do his bidding. And so he says, release the captives. Not only does he say release the captives, but he's showing us in Matthew 28, the, in the great commission to baptize, to teach, hallelujah, to make disciples. Now I think that we've done a great job 
of teaching the word of the Lord. We're making disciples. Hallelujah. We're baptizing folks in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're teaching them to observe everything that Christ, hallelujah, has commanded us in his living and enduring word. Hallelujah. So we've been faithful in that word, but have we been faithful to release the captives? And so we must learn to operate. We must learn to operate uh, within the our delegated authority in Christ Jesus, our Lord. If you go with me to Luke chapter 10, we'll see, um, we'll see, uh, other responsibilities <laughs> that the Lord God Almighty has given to us. And so not only has he told us to make disciples, baptize and teach, but then in Luke chapter 10, if we start reading, um, at verse 18, the word of the Lord says, nope, let's start reading at 17. The word of the Lord says, the 72 return with joy saying, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Hallelujah. Why? Uh, because of this authority. Hallelujah. Verse 18 says, he replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes, scorpions, and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Hallelujah. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Hallelujah. And so there it is again, under the authority, not only do we make disciples, baptize and teach, the Lord says that we're also able to, or we also have the authority or power to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. This is our place of spiritual warfare. The Lord God Almighty says, and nothing will be able to harm you. And this is going back to the last broadcast where the Lord said, do battle. That's why we do battle. He has given us the authority to do so. Hallelujah. And so um, there are a number of things that the Lord God has given us the authority to do. If we continue on in our search and go to John chapter 14, hallelujah, we will find more instructions here to the people of God. The Bible says right here uh, in John chapter 14, the Lord says in verse nine, Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time, anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? Don't you believe that I am in the father and the father is in me? The words I speak to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the father living in me who is doing the work. Verse 11, the Lord says, believe me when I say that I am in the father and the father is in me or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. There it is. Hallelujah. Verse 12 says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the son may bring glory to the father. You may ask for anything in my name and I will do it. And so here the Lord is speaking about greater works. He's saying greater works than these shall you do because I go to my father. And so then we see in scripture that not only 
hallelujah, are we, or do we have the authority to make disciples, to baptize, to teach, to trample on snakes and scorpions, to overcome all the power of the enemy. But the Lord God says, I give you authority to do greater works than even I did. Well, what are some of the works that Christ did? If we go back to Matthew chapter 11 and, um, verse four, um, here, Jesus is responding to John's, uh, disciples. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord says in chapter 11, uh, where do I want to start reading at verse two? The Bible says when John heard in prison, what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who, who was come or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. Hallelujah. And so in this 11th chapter of Matthew, the Lord God is sending a report back to John concerning his work. Hallelujah. He's healing diseases. He's raising the dead. The good news, hallelujah, is being shared. And so the Lord God Almighty says, greater works than these shall we do. Hallelujah. And so I submit to you tonight that the word of the Lord also to us is to release the captives along with making disciples, baptizing, teaching, trampling on snakes and scorpions, overcoming the power of the enemy, doing the greater work, healing the sick, raising the dead, preaching the good news. The Lord God Almighty also says, release the captives. Hallelujah. Now, why does the Lord say to release the captives? Hallelujah. Because we know, hallelujah, because we know the followers of Christ, the believers in Jesus Christ, because we know, hallelujah, that the debt has been paid in full for the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Our faith compels us to release our captives. Hallelujah. Let me say that one more time. Because we know that the debt, hallelujah, has been paid for the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Our faith compels us to release our captives. Hallelujah. We have an obligation to release our captives. What is a captive? Hallelujah. A, a captive is someone who has been taken prisoner. Hallelujah. Someone who has been confined. Hallelujah. And so as we uh, look at this, uh, the, the, the word, and we uh, come into the understanding, hallelujah, of what it is that the Holy Spirit is saying when he says to release our captives, he's saying, release those folk that you have taken prisoner. Release the ones that you have confined. Well, who have I taken prisoner and who have I confined? Hallelujah. Anybody that I still have an issue with, hallelujah, I have as a captive, I have placed them in confinement to whatever point of conflict that still persists in my mind and in my heart. Hallelujah. Any point of conflict, any, um, 
any offense, any wrongdoing, anything done to me that still perpetuates, hallelujah, my mind and my heart. (laughs) Okay. I am still holding that person captive, hallelujah, to that moment. I have confined them, hallelujah. Time may have gone on. Time may have gone on. Um, It could be years down the line. But again, if that point of conflict still persists in my mind and heart, I'm still holding that individual captive to that moment, to that moment of hurt, to that moment of pain, to that moment of rejection, to that moment of betrayal, you know, what, whatever that moment is, to that moment of abuse, to that moment of neglect. And the Lord God Almighty today is saying, release the captives. Hallelujah. Release the captives. Releasing the captives is so important because releasing captives is all about forgiveness. If you guys will go with me to Luke, Hallelujah. Luke chapter 17. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 17. The word of the Lord says, starting at verse one, Jesus said to his disciples, these things that cause people to sin are bound to come, but woe to that person through whom they come. It would be better for him to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around his neck than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. So watch yourself, okay? The Lord says, watch yourself. Uh, Hold yourself accountable. Pay attention, hallelujah, to what it is that you are doing and understand the level of impact and influence that you have on other people. Hallelujah. The Bible goes on to say um, in verse three, he says, so watch yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. Listen, forgiveness is the way we release the captives in our life. Those people that we have confined to that point of conflict. (laughs) Okay. Um, we've got to release them. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we've got to let them go. Hallelujah. From that point in our mind and in our heart. Hallelujah. And, and believe it or not, forgiveness requires faith. Okay. The Bible says that, you know, and I, and I said it earlier, even in last broadcast that, you know, Jesus Christ died not just for my sins, not just for your sins, but first John two and two says that hallelujah. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only ours, hallelujah, but also the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ is the atoning sacrifice. And because he is the atoning sacrifice, listen, he, he's saying, look, you don't have, I don't give you the authority. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't expect you to, I don't want you to hold anybody captive because my sin, hallelujah, has a, not my sin, but my, 
my sacrifice and my blood atones not only for your sin, but for the sin of the whole world. And if you believe me and if you trust me like you say you do, then the the atoning, hallelujah, power uh, in my blood, hallelujah, you have received and you are able to apply, hallelujah, that to your current situation and circumstances in how you deal with other people. And so in those instances where you have been offended, hallelujah, you can quickly forgive. You can quickly release them. You don't, you don't, you won't take them prisoner. Hallelujah. But you can release them from being confined to the moment of, of pain that they cause in your life. And you can do this. Hallelujah. Because you know that the atoning blood of Christ, hallelujah, has, uh, has brought cleansing, brings cleansing, not only to your sin, but to the sin of the whole world. Hallelujah. So you're about applying this and in the application of the atoning blood of Christ, you release every captive in your life. Hallelujah. After Jesus tells them to, you know, forgive somebody, if they comes to you and repents seven times, okay, seven times 70, the Lord says, you know what? It, it, you, you keep forgiving them. You let them off the hook. <laughs> this is respecting the atonement. Hallelujah. The apostle says, said to Jesus Christ in verse five, uh, they said, Lord, increase our faith. Hallelujah. Because it takes faith to forgive. See, when you really understand the atonement, when you really trust the atonement, when you, when you know, hallelujah, the work of the atoning blood of Jesus Christ and how it has liberated and set you free, you will no way in your right mind, hallelujah, try to hold somebody captive or confine them to a moment of pain in your life, but you will be quick, hallelujah, to release Hallelujah, to release them. Hallelujah, and to let them go free because you know that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so you're not about taking people prisoner. Hallelujah, but you're about letting the captives go. The disciples said, Lord, increase our faith because they understood, hallelujah, that it takes, it would take faith <laughs> in the Lord Jesus Christ um, in order for them to really uh, be able to forgive a brother or a sister who consistently sins against them. Hallelujah. So we have to keep in mind that our faith creates conviction and responsibility, you know, and, and, and as our faith increases, um, the level of conviction, hallelujah, and responsibility increases as well, okay? Faith requires obedience, okay? Romans chapter 8 and verse 12 says, tells us that we have an obligation not to the flesh to do what the flesh wants to do because the flesh wants to hold a grudge, Okay, the flesh wants to remember it. The flesh wants to hold on to it. The flesh wants to hold that person to that point of pain. The flesh wants to never let go of it. 
Hallelujah. Because it was real and it did happen. Hallelujah. But the blood of Jesus is real. Hallelujah. And he was crucified and he did shed his blood for us. And his atoning sacrifice is just as real as the pain you feel. His atoning sacrifice is just as real as the rejection, the abuse, the betrayal. Hallelujah. The atoning blood of Jesus Christ is just as real. And he's saying, hallelujah, bring release. Hallelujah. Release every captive in your life and let them go even, hallelujah, as I have atoned for your sins. Hallelujah, this atoning power in my blood, this cleansing agent, hallelujah, is also for the sin of the whole world. Will you release them and let them go, hallelujah, from that point of confinement? Hallelujah, the Lord says that we have an obligation to the spirit and not to the flesh. Hallelujah. Having an obligation to the spirit and not to the flesh means that I don't get to base my actions on how I feel. Okay. Because sometimes I don't feel like letting you off the hook. Sometimes I don't want to let you go. Sometimes, you know, I want to be mad. Okay. Sometimes I want to be angry. Sometimes I want revenge and I want to get even. Come on, people of God. Hallelujah. But I have an obligation here. Hallelujah to the spirit and not to the flesh. And so in the presence of how I feel, because of this obligation, I've got to rise higher. Hallelujah. And respond to the mandate. Respond to this authority that God has given me, hallelujah, in his word, hallelujah, when he says to release them and let them go, Ebony, forgive, hallelujah. Jesus said, even as he was stretched out on that cross, he says, Lord God, forgive them, Father, hallelujah, for they know not what they were doing. This is who he is. This is what he does. This is why he came for forgiveness and reconciliation, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And so really to understand the level of importance here um, concerning forgiveness. Okay. It's important to make disciples, to baptize, to teach, (laughs) to exercise your spiritual authority and do warfare, trampling on snakes and scorpions, overcoming all the power of the enemy, doing the greater works, healing the sick, raising the dead, preaching the good news. All of that is important, but the Lord God has placed a great emphasis on forgiveness. And there was a reason for it. Hallelujah. The word of God even shows us that we can't even offer a gift to our God in clear conscience. If somebody, (laughs) if somebody has us in confinement, hallelujah. Not if I have somebody in confinement, but if somebody has me in confinement, hallelujah. 
We serve the God of restoration and reconciliation and the ministry of reconciliation. He has committed to the church. Okay. So he hasn't put us in a place where we, um, should or have authority to hold people hostage to nonsense, to foolishness. Okay. The Bible has been clear on the fact that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. Even in Luke 17, in that first verse, the Lord says, things that cause people to sin are bound to come. It's going to happen. The snares and the traps and the schemes, the fiery darts of the wicked one, they're going to come and he will use anybody who's willing to yield himself. Meaning, uh, to, Satan will use anybody who's willing to yield themselves as an instrument of wickedness. Okay. But God says, listen, this thing about forgiveness is so important to me because I am the God who restores. I am the God who reconciles a lost creation, a lost people, a lost nation back to myself because I love them. And God says, I've committed to you this ministry of reconciliation. So you don't have a right to hold nobody hostage. Hallelujah. Go with me, if you will, to Matthew chapter five. Hallelujah. And I'm bringing this uh, message to a close just to show you the level of importance here. Matthew chapter five, verse 30, 23 says, therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and they'll remember that your brother has something against you, (laughs) you hear that you're offering a gift and there you remember not that you have something against somebody else. He said, but there you remember that you're a captive. There you remember that you're in prison. Right there, there you remember, hallelujah, that your brother has something against you. (laughs) He's got you in confinement, in his mind, and in his heart. Hallelujah. Verse 24 says, leave your gift there in front of the altar hallelujah first go and be reconciled to your brother then come and offer your gift go and be reconciled (laughs) see we got it twisted we pursue that opportunity to um when we feel like somebody has offended us we want to go and get that right okay but what about those who feel offended by us This is where the the showstopper is at right there. Those who have taken us captive. The Lord says, leave the gift right there. Listen, look, mm, mm, mm. steal yourself right now in this moment and in this hour. Be still right now before the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Search your mind and your heart in union with the Holy Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Show us, Lord, those people who have us hostage. Those that we have offended, Lord God. Those who are holding us in confinement in their mind and their heart, Father God, so that we can go and be reconciled in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Begin to drop names in our hearts. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, so that we can go and be reconciled in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord said, if at that altar you realize that your brother has something against you, Go be reconciled to him because that's important to Christ. Hallelujah. This is our ministry of restoration, making things right, mending, hallelujah, mending and fixing 
relationships. Hallelujah. This is our work as the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Last scripture, Matthew chapter 16. Let's go back up. Matthew chapter 16, verses 17 through 19. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, hallelujah, this truth, this principle, I will build my church, hallelujah, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, hallelujah. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth, hallelujah, shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, hallelujah. The Lord says, release the captives. Hallelujah, because whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. This is why the ministry of reconciliation is so important. You've been trying to figure out why you've been held up and hemmed up. Why you haven't gotten any further than you have gotten. You can't get any further, hallelujah, until you are released and you release. Hallelujah. He says, hear me, people of God. Hallelujah. And I will give to you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Okay. Hallelujah. There are some kingdom folks that might have you bound. Okay. Because somehow, some way you have offended them. All right. And, 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 and here's the truth of the matter. Okay. Hallelujah. It is not about us trying to understand, interpret, explain away, and justify uh, our actions or our words or why something is, okay? As you come into the knowledge, hallelujah, of those kingdom brothers and sisters that have you bound, hallelujah, because something you did or said has offended them or hurt them in some way, hallelujah, you release them, okay? And when, no, you go and be released. Go and be reconciled. Jesus said, leave the gift there and go and be reconciled. So as you go and be re- reconciled to them, okay? Don't take the posture of trying to justify anything um, or trying to stand in your righteousness, stand in the righteousness of Christ. And he says that if your brother has an offense against you, okay, go and be reconciled. And that just means that whatever it is that they feel in their heart, whatever it is, be that as it may, ask them for forgiveness. Hallelujah. Because whatever is bound, hallelujah, whatever you bind, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And God wants us free at all points. And at all times so that we can um, be highly effective in um, the work, in the kingdom work that he has called us to. Hallelujah. And so some of us are operating with restrictions. 
the Lord is saying, release the captives. Okay. People are in positions to, um, release you in this season. Hallelujah. So we're not going to leave those, uh, situations and relationships undone. (laughs) Hallelujah. We're going to release those that we're holding prisoner, those that we have confined. Okay. In our mind and our heart. Hallelujah. And we're going to, um, be released. We're going to go and be reconciled to those that we have offended, whether we understand it or not. We're going to go and be released. Hallelujah. And be forgiven in the name of Jesus. This is the ministry that God has called us to, to reconciliation. The Lord Jesus said up on that cross, father, forgive them for they know not what they're doing. Hallelujah. He forgave us mankind. Even when we didn't even realize that we were crucifying the Messiah. Hallelujah. He released forgiveness. And so the question tonight is, will you, will I, will we release the captives? Hallelujah. This is the word of God for the people of God. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church in this season. We're on week eight of 52 weeks of healing this week. Hallelujah. Uh, Search yourself, search your soul, your mind, your heart in union with the Holy Spirit and go and handle this business of releasing the captives. Until next time, be blessed.